Welcome to Iboganautics, unveiling the Iboga experience for first-timers and shamans alike. I'm your host, A.M. My intention for Season 2, called The Body on Iboga, is to know as much as possible regarding all the physical things that can happen to someone during an Iboga experience. I want to discuss actual situations that affect Iboga users' bodies, and I speak with my guests often from my own personal experiences, but also what's reported in the academic literature. The main questions that guide each episode this season are, what is happening to my body while on Iboga? But also, how am I experiencing my body while on Iboga? There are noticeable changes that occur in this window of Iboga intoxication, and I want to know more about what's going on here. I want to get under the car's hood, so to speak. I have a good idea of what happens to my body when I take Iboga, but my expert guests this season tell me how and why I experience some of the things that I experience, and likely you're going through some of the same things. Whether you've taken Iboga or not, Iboga Nautics is a space for you to flip your nerd switch and uh, listen in on, in my opinion, great conversations with people in the know. I mean, how many of us Iboga users have the opportunity to ask very direct and difficult questions to experts about our experiences? In this season, I was able to speak with a trained Bwiti shaman, a fitness coach and nutritionist, a doctor working in addiction science, a neuro-ophthalmologist, which I had never heard of neuro-ophthalmology before, so that's great, got to learn that a sleep neuroscientist, and a gastroenterologist. We all have lots of questions, and I hope I ask my guests some of the questions you'd ask them, or on the online forums and chat rooms. But it's also my hope that what you hear in these episodes will lead to your own follow-up questions that you can then ask on these same platforms. One of my aims for this season is for you to gain more insight how to take care of and prepare your body for an Iboga experience, what you can expect from the physical experience that Iboga affords. And I'm really honored that these people sat down with you and I and shared their knowledge with us. This season, we have six recorded episodes. In episode one, which is called Supervising and Caretaking of Experiencers. I sat down with the Bwiti-trained shaman, Trisha Eastman, based out of Los Angeles, who administers Iboga in ceremonial contexts around the world where it's legal to do so. And we speak about what it's like from her perspective, being a sober caretaker during the experience and what what is going on behind the scenes that is we trust these caretakers to look after our bodies so we don't have to and we can focus on the actual experience episode two i speak with a fitness coach and nutritionist by the name of matt cooper also based out of los angeles specifically the compton area the title for this episode is called build up for breakdown What inspired this episode was cramps, muscle soreness, because when you take Iboga, you usually are laying down for long periods of time, usually days. There's not much else you want to do. And uh, I've noticed from my own personal experiences that I get cramps in my legs, in my lower back, etc. And so we speak about some 
basic fitness stuff that people can do to reduce cramps during Iboga experiences? And then what kind of nutritional aspects should Iboga and psychedelic users take into consideration? For example, what nutrients or vitamins or minerals should we load up on before an experience and afterwards? Episode three is called Toxicity and the Heart. And uh, I speak with Dr. Tibor M. Brunt, a Dutch addiction sciences expert. And we speak about some common, let's say, risks that can occur or that are always very present during Iboga experiences, such as QT prolongation, torsadas de puentes. So we talk about cardiotoxicity. We talk a little bit about neurotoxicity. Episode four is called Persistent Seeing is Believing, HPPD. And I speak with a neuro-ophthalmologist based out of Houston by the name of Andrew G. Lee. HPPD stands for Hallucinogen Persisting Perception Disorder. And the reason I brought on Dr. Lee is because I wanted to understand what happens when we take a psychedelic what happens to the eye-brain axis? So what's going on between the eyes and the brain? Episode five is called Between Sleep Deprived and Wakeful Dreaming. I bring on uh, PhD candidate Joaquin Gonzalez from Montevideo, Uruguay. And he's done some interesting research administering Ibogaine to rats in a 2018 study. And we talk about the sleep deprivation effects of Iboga in addition to REM sleep and REM sleep. One of the big things that I wanted to know about was at what point do Iboga visions cease and at what point do sleep deprivation, uh, sorry, sleep deprivation visions begin? And I was really interested in that overlap. And so it was great to pick his brain on that. Episode six is called The Root of Vomiting with Dr. Kenneth L. Koch. Kenneth is a gastroenterologist from uh, Wake Forest University. I start off that episode asking a pretty basic question, but I've never spoken with a gastroenterologist before who could explain it to me. And what I wanted to know was, what happens to my body when I eat wood? And so uh, we have a great discussion about nausea, vomiting, optokinetic nystagmus, which is a really amazing concept. And I made the connection for the first time that maybe the reason we get sick is because psychedelics give us motion sickness. There is an episode seven in the pipeline, which uh, we will record soon and potentially an eighth episode, but I'm debating whether to include it in this season or perhaps season three or season four. Also note that I did not record episodes in sequential order. So I might mention something from a later episode in an earlier episode. My point is I recorded episodes in a different order than how I present them here. Some disclaimers, Iboga is a very serious and can be fatal substance. It is not to be taken lightly. Even though some of my guests are doctors and health specialists, do not take anything we say as prescriptive or normative. We are merely having a conversation about already published information that anyone can access. In addition, 
of course, to my own experiential anecdotes to give context, uh, which hopefully connects more dots for you and I to make more sense of these experiences. Lastly, I produce this podcast because I'm just really passionate about understanding what Iboga does to perception, mind, consciousness. I don't get paid for it. However, if you enjoyed any of the episodes from season one and this season two, I would really appreciate it if you made a donation to the Iboga sustainability charity that I support called Blessings of the Forest. How much should you donate? That depends on the degree to which Iboga helped you in the past and I suppose also depends on your income. So give what you comfortably can. I think the work they're doing is extremely important and I hope you feel the same way. That's it for the introductory episode to season two. If there's a topic you'd like to hear more about on the podcast, views from a particular guest, or you have general questions, please send me an email or message me on Twitter, researchgate.net or academia.edu. Thanks for listening and for your support. The following is a disclaimer pertaining to the use of the Ebogonautics podcast. Ebogonautics is a podcast intended for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider or legal counsel with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or legal situation. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Neither Ebogonautics nor any of its affiliates, sponsors, producers, guests, or hosts encourage the illegal use of controlled substances.